Hello. Hello. And how are you? I'm actually pretty good. How are you? Super fantastic. Well, good. Thanks for asking. Glad to hear that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today is Saturday. Uh, what's the date? January twenty um, second. Second. Yep. January twenty yes, second. The, the computer says twenty second. All right, then it is the twenty second. If the computer says so, it must be so. It must be. Mm. It's not like. I mean, okay. Many many things have lied to us before, um, but the computer not so much, right? Um, it depends, depends, <laughs> but I think it's pretty trustworthy on the date and time. Yeah, pretty much. So as long as my settings are correct. Well, and therein lies the rub, right? Right. So, um, give me your good, bad and ugly. Let's just jump on in. Um, my good is that... My, re my wound report at work is almost completely up to date from the time I took the position to date. I mean, it's missing a few skin tears and, you know, red under the breast and abdominal folds. Other than that, it's pretty accurate. Um, my bad is that well, it's, you know, taken me this long to be able to piece together enough time to get it to that. Uh, the ugly, or, well, and the bad is that printed it off, it's 10 pages long already without the skin tears and, you know, the yeasty uh, folds and creases. Um, so I'm scared to see that uh, because it comes out, you know, in like a graph, you know what, what I mean, like a graph form or, or a table, a table form, not a graph form um, uh, that I cannot answer. Um, I got it. I'm back. The okay, answer is, I yeah, I understand. <laughs> I muted I myself. I muted myself and then was like, why can't you hear me? <laughs> well, um, um, so, yeah, you know, it, it could be worse. I guess I'm getting more uh, comfortable in the position to be able to get, you know, a few more things done. Um, oh, what was my ugly this week? was my ugly that it was damn 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 cold i don't like it it was cold Me it was neither. very cold it's still kind of cold once yes but today was better once it gets to a certain temperature though mm -hmm. then then the garage door will not close using the door opener so uh -huh. after you back the vehicle out you still have to get out come in the garage close it from the house and then go out the front door mm -hmm. well that's dumb but anyway it is what it is it again could be worse um you ever think about bringing that oh wait no you have the 
you have a true garage door opener or do you have the kind yeah you ever think about bringing it I inside have both. you bring it in um, it doesn't it's not the garage door opener it's the, it's the garage door it's frozen but it yeah. opens to let you so, out yes but it's like it's very 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 slow okay um because there are new batteries in the garage door opener um so what was another thing Ooh, i actually had time today to go get my hair uh well i said trim i got a cut uh-huh um and i got a new perm um again looks good thank you but it bothers me if i say trim and you say cut especially when i show you what my trim means and then you like shear just, it like just take the very dead ends off um i'm trying to keep as much length as humanly possible and then she says well how much are you talking and i actually say can i borrow your comb and I do this number. Mm-hmm. See, look. See, I had way more hair. See, you can't see, but. Oh, I but gotcha. Yeah, yeah. When when I took her comb. Uh-huh. And I said, okay, so. There-ish. And then I she... said, yeah, I'm thinking that. So, see, there was hair in there. There oh, was. Like, so she took like two inches more than what you said. You said so take a quarter said, of it. You said take a quarter of an inch to a half an inch, and she took off two inches. Yeah, or like my three quarters of an inch to her two inches. Gotcha. Yeah, but you know, it grows back. You hope. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, I had something weird after my perm. Hmm but I don't know why it would be in correlation to the perm. It's just an oddity that happened afterwards. Like on my way home, I noticed that my teeth hurt, like my jaw, like from like my ear over like to here. They just not hurt to like, Touch, touch but it hurt but was sore but it hurt uh-huh huh that is odd yeah yeah now it's finally over now well that's good yeah um i mean it's a little there kind of like in the background now that i've mentioned it but <laughs> yeah i thought that was weird that is very weird and i do remember like you know, when she put the solution on it running down my face here. But I wouldn't think that that would be enough to cause some kind of reaction like that. No, I wouldn't think so. That doesn't make oh. a lot of sense. But Not what that everything with me does. But what in this world makes sense right now anyway, really? <laughs> exactly. I mean, yes. honestly, so. what makes sense? Nothing. Not a damn thing. Nothing. Nothing, nothing. Okay. Oh, and this is my first weekend in a while that I have not worked, been on call, sick with COVID. Knocking wood over here. Yeah, that's a good thing. Those are all good things. Yes. So, so please 
tell me your good, bad, and ugly. Um, my my good. I struggled finding. I'm in a funk, honestly. Yeah. Um, I know me. It's hard. It's really hard right now. Um, but my good is is that we you know we're we're still like humorous and laughing and finding jokes and you know yeah, yeah. having a good time every day in in the midst of all the insanity <laughs> that we have going on yes yeah in life in general like you know and i feel yeah. um even though i've been in a funk i feel emotionally better than i have like the last probably month or so um like it's going to end soon and it might just be the seasonal depression and the days are getting longer and it's like, Oh, the sun's coming out. I'm going to live. <laughs> behold, behold. The sun uh, is coming out. The sun is coming out. I wouldn't know it. Um, yes. The bad was that it just is just ugh, very trudgy. Um, yeah. So, and that's kind of the ugly too in, in, in a nutshell. Um, it was, it was pretty, my, uh, my office mate, the one that sits directly behind me, her daughter had, um, COVID and so she had that direct exposure, exposure. So she worked at home, worked from home and, uh, excuse me, go right ahead. Oh, sorry about that. Um, oh, no so problem. she worked from home a couple of days this week while she was waiting for her COVID test to come back um and so it was kind of quiet in our area I had my new headphones that I got because uh ADD I lost two pairs they're here somewhere I'll find them eventually um and so I had these new um headphones that's in your ear kind of headphones you know earbud type yeah, um, I don't like those how do you like them I hate regular earbuds, but the ones that I have have the squishy, kind of like we talked about with the Littmans that are squishy, that can go in, um, and they're smaller, so they don't hurt like regular earbuds do. But anyway, I have one of those in, so I was listening to, you know, podcasts and books and things like that, and it was quiet on my side, very silent over there, like they didn't even know if I was alive, and at one point, one of the sweet mates was like, are you okay? I was like, I'm good. Just the ADD meds kicked in, man. I'm working. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, And what yeah. I think that people didn't realize is before there were four people when it was just the two, me and the other girl after the one lady had retired. Because at first it was just the two of them. And then it was the three of uh, it was, you know, the three of us for a while. And then the one retired and it was just the two of us. And it was like, we chitty chat. We said our piece. And then we went to freaking work and it was quiet and we did our thing. And, uh -huh. and then that third person got put in the mix and it was chaos. And then there's a fourth person in there. Oh, hell no. We, we cut oh, up no. and have way too much fun on that side now. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it was just kind of um, nose to the grindstone. I got a lot done this week, which was good. Um, but, um but yeah, yeah, see, I had a productive week too. I had a very productive. Maybe it was maybe it's the stars aligning or something. Is Mercury out of retrograde finally? Because I I feel like something like the sun came out. Like what we talked about, the sun right. broke yes. through a bit. So it was good. I mean, it was a a good week. 
as far as productivity was concerned, but it it kind of it went by fast. Um, yes. I I went ahead just on the safe side because I was in the office with COVID queen behind me, <laughs> and uh, I was supposed to have a hair appointment and get my eyebrows taken care of and you know you know trim my curly cut which would be a tiny trim like what you wanted and um the color and then get my eyebrows done and stuff like that did I sent him a message and I was like look you tell me what you're comfortable with I've had an exposure from a direct exposure you know so what do you want me to do I don't want to be the typhoid mary of the willow organic hair and nails i mean hair salon you know what i mean like hair spa mm -hmm. i don't want to be ha hair salon and spa anyway i don't want to be the i don't want to be the typhoid mary of the willow um and they were like yeah you probably should just go ahead and reschedule it <laughs> and i was like yeah i feel like probably should because we don't need help you know like i don't need any help helping you guys right get sick not that it's just a respect thing like yes so Oh, excuse me. Golly, I got a case of it. I know. I it's know, terrible. Okay, so do you have anything that you wanted to talk about specifically this week? The only thing that keeps coming to mind is how, as a nurse, as a medical professional, how do you have a changing condition of a patient in a fairly significant negative way and you not you not share that with anyone like it's kind of like ooh i see that but i'm going to just cover it up and i'm going to wait and see how long it takes to see if anyone else sees it. Yeah, I don't. How, how is how is that? And I heard as I was telling you, mm -hmm. you know, kind of what had happened. My my example of how that had happened to me this week. Um, uh, I had. A colleague uh, share a story with me. Um, actually, it's the wound person. The colleague and um, at a building, another building that they know of. A nurse had a patient expire. Like the nurse found the patient Dead. had expired. Dead, yes, dead for dead. just so people just so we're clear on what expired. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't yeah. want you to think I meant they were like uh, sour cream in a container <laughs> and oops, it's past January fifteenth. It's, it's past no, its due no, date. No, it's totally different. No, no. I mean, they They're are dead. not breathing. <laughs> There's no heartbeat. Cessation There's of nothing. vital signs have happened. Now this happens when happened. you walk in. To rooms before sometimes, yeah, especially when you work the night shift. Sometimes oh, gosh, that happens. Yes, yeah. So this nurse walked in, found her patient dead, very dead. Uh huh. So <laughs> I 
I can't even believe this nurse passed boards. <laughs> so, so the next morning. No, 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 no. Listen, no, listen, no, listen. No, let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. Okay, so, so we're gonna next, we're gonna blaze. So the next morning, the next morning, she's giving report. No, no, she's not to the oncoming nurse. Oh yes, she is. No, and she, she says, and they're kind of from when I'm told the story. The 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 picture that's being drawn in my imagination is that while she was giving report and they're talking about this patient and then this patient, they must be doing like walking report is walking rounds. Okay, walking uh-huh. rounds. Okay. Now, for so people who don't get... understand, imagine a hallway in a hotel room. Or or a a hospital. A hospital, Uh, wherever. Yes. Anywhere. Just think of a hotel with several doors, and you're walking in front Mm -hmm. of that door and saying, the person behind this door got water at 5 o'clock. The person at this door, nothing happened. his brains out at (laughs) 6 o'clock. I mean, just picture any scenario Um, where you're going room to room and saying, they changed their sheets today, whatever, you know? Yeah, you're basically telling the significance of each Each person person behind that that door in that room. Mm -hmm. So they get to this and... He was quiet all night. (laughs) This is not the patient's name. I have made this name up. Of course. Okay. Mr. Carpenter died at 3 a.m. The oncoming nurse said, oh, what happened? Oh, well, I, I don't know. He was just dead. Okay, so like what funeral home did he go to? Oh, no, he's still in there. Oh, okay, so when will the funeral home, what funeral home is coming to get him? Well, I don't know. Well, which, what did the family say? Are they on their way? Well, I didn't call them. Needless to say, no one. Oh, the, the, the oncoming nurse had asked because I guess she had remembered that uh, did you restock the crash cart? See, that is a cart that is set up that when someone stops breathing and, uh, and, or they don't have a heartbeat, you grab this cart. It has if, everything on it you're going to need and you take it with you. If that person is not a do not resuscitate or, you know, DNR, DN, whatever. Well, they, yeah. That's correct. You would only use a crash cart if they were a full code. A full code, meaning that when vital signs when they cease or the don't heart rate, have, we're going to start CPR on them, basically. Yes. Yeah. Or at least uh, try and give them some rescue breaths to see if we can initiate Whatever we got to do, we're going to start up. Yeah. Life-saving measures okay. are going to be, yeah, mm-hmm, emergency life measures. Okay. And the crash cart has medications so, on it. It has to be stocked regularly, uh-huh. all of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, well, the crash cart wasn't used. Well, so immediately. Oh, dear God. He's not a DNR. So immediately, CPR has to be initiated minute she knows or guess what she felt it could be her license because here's 
a full code and no one even started, started. tried nothing mm -hmm. so um, um and just so you know under no circumstances aside from a zombie apocalypse is this man coming back from 3 a.m to what time is it at the earliest 6.45, Yeah, like seven, 6 a.m. I mean, they're going to do rounds let's, at 6 to 7. Three to, let's, let's say, just play devil's advocate, no pun intended. <laughs> I'm sure this person was very nice. Um, oh, Jesus. So <laughs> let's just say your shift starts at 6, so you're getting reported at 5.45. I mean, still, the man, the person's not coming back. Two to three hours of dead. Not coming back, dude. Guess As a matter what? of fact. No. Rigor mortis has already set <laughs> I in. I was going to say, you don't even have to do the, like, CPR um, bed thing where you harden the mattress for it. Because he's nope, stiff enough. Nope, his back has helped you out. <laughs> oh, excuse me. His or her. <laughs> They're not moving. They're already stiff as a board. You don't need to make anything on that bed stiff. <laughs> Needless to say, <laughs> this healthcare worker is no longer a healthcare worker. That's a good thing. Oh my gosh. Nor, nor will they probably ever be. Ever be in this country. Thank you. In this country, at I, least. No, you could probably go to, I don't know. Don't say a country. Don't say a country. Don't do that. You don't want to do that. Don't say one. Well, yes, I do. Because they could probably be a doctor there. <coughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so when you do CPR. I'm thinking of making a tropic mood myself. <laughs> when you have, when you do CPR, like in a regular hospital bed or whatever, there's a, a usually like a button or a lever or something that you push, you pull, you and that bed will go flat as a board, and then the mattress will either air up, or you put a, slide a, another board, a board uh -huh. underneath them to make it flat. Yes. So that, because if you're doing compressions on somebody, and they're on a nice cushy mattress, that give is working against you. You're not you're going not to be able to make deep enough compressions to actually affect any heart tissue because you've got to go. Good couple of inches you in there. you got to go in two inches. Yep. Good couple of inches yeah. to get that heart. So that's uh -huh. when we say, and so just, And women, yeah. women, 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 no matter what you've ever been told about measurements, <laughs> two inches is the same two inches on every single person <laughs> when you do chest compressions. That's not the six two inches. inches. <laughs> the two inches doesn't grow to three or four <laughs> in any way shape or form it's only two, two in inches. inches in yep it's just two inches it's more than the head <laughs> it's more than just the tip <laughs> it's more than just the tip <laughs> <laughs> this is true it's true <laughs> yeah so <coughs> oh, oh my gosh wow. So yeah. here's one that I have for you. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I, I check out on the news a lot. I, I have for um, my own sanity's sake. I just like, I'm good. I don't want to see it. You know, I don't watch the news. Okay. So that answers that question. 
You did, did you hear wind of or hear any scuttlebutt from our fellow healthcare workers about the joint press conference? No. Given by all of the healthcare systems. Well, the four majors. No. We had um, Integris, OU. This is the five majors. OU, Integris... SSM, so St. Mm-hmm. Anthony, um, mm-hmm. Mercy, OU Integra, St. Anthony, Mercy. Who am I missing? That's it. OU Integra's. That's Mercy. it. The big four. Big that, four. That's yeah, it. That's the big that four. Okay, so those four did a joint press conference, and mm-hmm. um, I can post the photo of like their release later on. I still have it, but essentially it was like, look. Please don't come for uh, tests to the ER, to which we... Oh, I did see that. To which I outlined two weeks ago where sometimes you that's the only option we're left with. Where would you like us to go? Except I will say now, Emmy Labs, IMMY Labs has now opened up their drive-through sites. Super fast, super easy. Literally went by there and you can have like, that's where my friend and her daughter went. And literally you could just drive up, give them your little scan code. They hand you the thing, you swab your nose and you're gone in 2.2 seconds. The longest wait you have is however many cars happen to be there. And they only fill four or five slots. The only negative is they're not there on the weekends. So, Dang, I wish I had heard that part of it because... Uh, Lonnie tried to get tested for all this week because he was at home in bed sick. Oh, yeah. And there was not a test site anywhere. Now, mind you, uh, nowhere he could make an appointment or get into. Mind you, Walmart now advertises that they sell home test kits, but... You can't confirm online. You can try to order, but you can't confirm whether they're in stock or not. Yep. If you call the store, they will not confirm or deny whether they have any in store or not. Now, the government is so kind now. They are great. Are they not? Oh, yes. Ha, ha, ha. Um, You can... It for free home uh, COVID-19 test kits to your address. So only four to each address. They can take you up to two weeks to get. Well, pray tell, if you're still that sick, you should probably be seeking reaching out to your medical provider. But yay, I guess you'll have the four for future reference when you get yeah, it again. They're, they're stacking it. They're just giving them to everybody to have on hand, to which I say, that's cute. Those are rapid tests, and Omicron has been escaping rapid tests. For example, my daughter had a rapid test completed that was negative. They were then did a flu test, which ended up being the one test to rule them all flu a flu b in uh, uh-huh, R- uh-huh. rsv and rsv covid 
and she was COVID positive on the PCR test because the PCR test is more accurate. Accurate. And then she went to IMMY, the Emmy Labs location that was closest, drove through, did her thing, and also tested positive. Again, it's a P- that's the beauty of the Emmy Labs is that it's a PCR test. So you don't get the results back for another day or two. It takes about day or two. You know, a couple of days to get your test results back, but they they text them to but you. But it's you more can, accurate. It's accurate. It's at least a, 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 a yeah. if you if you swab high enough and correctly, you know. You got to do that 10 seconds in each nostril, you know, way up mm-hmm. in the brain. Um, and it's each nostril and it's not just right inside it's not just the tip (laughs) you have to go past the hair you do you do you got to go back in the mm, way back there act like you're trying to puncture your own eardrum out through your nose that's how far you got to go um and you know what um you don't have to blow your nose first because all of that ooey gooey boogery mm, we want that even more now Mm mm-hmm so yeah it's great um it's so great but anyway they they have those testing sites but one of the things that i found to be very interesting in it was either that press release or the release later that i read from um the leadership at, at my employer um but i think it was in that press release where they discussed how you know people have been expecting superhuman things out of nurses and healthcare staff, and they're not superhuman. They're just people doing super heroic things on an ongoing basis for two years with increasing demands, increasing caseloads, um, decreasing staffing ability, and um, increased workplace violence. Which workplace, and they basically said something about workplace violence is at an all time high. Um, and it made my head start going, hmm, that's interesting. So let's talk about the, let's talk about your workplace violence. Uh, I figure let's go ahead. Let's choose violence today. Um, because we haven't Um, talked about, we haven't talked about that and, it's a real thing. Like it's there's a real thing. There's workplace. In, go ahead. There's workplace aggression, like um, yeah, nurse on nurse aggression. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. And there's workplace violence where you know, like somebody threatens somebody else, shows up with a, a gun to shoot a coworker because it got that escal. You know, like road rage kind of thing. That's rare, uh-huh. but every single one of us have encountered. An unfriend, which we'll get into the gropey hands, you know, at some point, because yeah. we've talked about that before. Like, I mean, you know, the ass grab has happened to us all. Um, you know what? It's only sexual harassment if you don't like it. That's what I said <laughs> when I was complained on. Uh, he smiled. No, I'm kidding. I've never <laughs> been complained on. I was trying no, to make a funny. I know. And I shouldn't. No, no. The definition is um, if it's unwarranted and unwanted advances. That's right. Of, of That's right. Unwanted touching. Let me just tell you, I don't want you to fucking touch me. Um, yeah. But, look, trust me. If When you meet me, you know. Don't I am touch a, me. Touch me not. I know. Yeah. But, and I'm not, I'm, I'm a very like huggy, touchy, lovey person, but at the same time, um, 
I'm not talking about people in the office, you know, giving you a pat or any of that stuff. I'm talking about a literal patient grabbing your ass. Um, and that's a whole different side of that workplace aggression bullshit. Right. We'll get to that eventually. We'll 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 right. find that our way to that chapter at one point or another. This at one point this or another. kind is the kind I'm talking about true violence, either yelling at you, hitting you, slapping you. Um or you feel like it could happen at any particular moment. Yes. So, would you like to go first, or shall I? It's it's your choice, dealer's dealer's choice. Uh, I feel that at any given moment, I could really whop a pretty significant knot on any. Six people that work in my building at any given time in a day. Not that I ever would because mm, um, I have over the years learned self-control. Yeah. Um, there's more of a chance that I may throw my hands up and say, fuck this shit and walk out than there is that I would be take part in workplace violence, you know, on, on my doing like as um, far as you perpetrating yeah i'm the same way like but, but i do have to say i have a better understanding now of how someone could be pushed to that point where for those minutes they check out of reality and that is their course of action that they chose to take. Does that make sense? I like do. They like, just yeah. For, for a split minute, they just, it's chose like, violence. Just that's it. Like throat punching like you is the answer. Bit, like it is the answer. Yes. Throat punching. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. But I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about where a patient has aggressed you. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because well, we've all had those. Yes, we've all had those. And some of them are forgivable, like the demented patient who thinks that you're raping her in the shower and she's going to take you. When you're trying to clean her. Yeah. And she's going to kill you. That's a forgivable yes. uh, right and hook. And you're going to go, yes, yes. That I understand. Yes, no. Um, that is the forgivable for me if it would be a patient that was alert and orientated times three to four person place time situation um that is a little hard for me harder for me to forgive yeah you know what you're doing then absolutely now i did a hospice for We've talked about this 20 years or whatever. It's been, probably of the, hey, MacArthur. MacArthur's back inside. Um, oh, my gosh. He's so silly. Um, you know, for a, a cool couple decades, hospice. Um, and so people get, they're not their best when they're grieving. And they get upset with each other. And to this day, 
my car goes at the end of a driveway or it goes in the, I mean, like, where do I park at your house? In the street. I can't mm-hmm. pull into a driveway because I've been trapped in a house where people were screaming at each other and I was ready to leave and my car was stuck in the was driveway. Was pinned in. Yep. I yep. was stuck there. I was stuck there and I couldn't leave. I could just sit in my car until things cooled down enough where I felt like I could go inside and say, can Uncle Steve, I'm making that name up, move their fucking truck? Like, like let me out, you know? Like, And so mm-hmm. I won't. I will not. I will not park in a driveway. I will walk. Unless that driveway is a mm-hmm. quarter of a mile long, which means there's a lot of land I can turn my car around in. And get away right. and get out of there. I can't. I can't do it in just a minute, baby. Um, and so I've had that situation, and I understand that people aren't at their best. And if there's a crack in the family system, then it's going to turn into um, a fissure. Oh, it's gonna you know, show it's, it's going to show its head. Yeah. You're going to. If there's a crack there, it's going to turn into a gap, and you'll fall into it. So, um, hang on one second. What? Okay. Well, keep it low. Okay. Um, and so I, uh, please, so rude, so bossy. Um, but I have, no, you never, (laughs) never me. What? So I, (laughs) I, I've had situations that I've walked in to where, um, and I think there's a situational awareness that comes with trauma. We've talked about that. Um, and that Mm -hmm. comes with being in situations where you know you could be compromised your safety could be compromised so Mm. when I enter a patient's home because I'm in their comfort zone I'm not in my comfort zone I'm not in my house where I know where my exits are where the windows are how the hell to get out of this place I don't know what's in the back of their house Mm-hmm. I, I generally know what's in the back of my house. And if I don't, I know where the big sticks are, the knives are that I've hidden in drawers and in places that I can grab and hurt somebody, <laughs> inflict right. injury, you know. Right. And I know where those drawers mm-hmm. are, but I don't know what's in the back of their house. I don't know if they're cooking meth back there, storing bodies. I, I, they could be just making quilts. I don't know. Um, but I do know when I go into a house, I am scanning in the first five seconds and it's not a... a conscious thought anymore it happens so fast people probably don't even see it happen um but i'm looking for my windows and can my fat ass get get out of them can i use something around here to break one to get out of how many people are here the cars outside do they number up do they add up logistically to the number of people i'm seeing and if so where's that other if not where's that other person perhaps where's that other person yeah and and so you're doing it like are there animals in here that are going to attack me are there things i could trip on is there something like it's just a thing that you do like where are my dangers where are my exits and it's not that i'm tense or anxious or even worried about it it's just i'm going to know where where my strategy is how do i get out of here if i need to and I've had at places of employment of the past, way far, far past, where we've been sitting in the office shooting the shit and having a great time. And we get a freaking panicked ass phone call because we didn't have computers. We barely had cell phones at that time. <laughs> and um, that person was calling and didn't bring her paper in that had the address on it. And 
a family member had shown up, was mad about the hospice thing. You're just letting Uncle Joe die, you know, that kind of thing. And he brought the gun in the house and was getting ready to kill the people that live there for letting Uncle Joe die. No, dude, Uncle Joe was dying anyway. We just, you know. And, right. And trust me, bro, he's not dead yet. So why are you killing all of us, you know? And she was right. she was locked in the bathroom, hunkered down beside the toilet in the sink and had no exit, had no way to get out. And he's at the door with a gun. She didn't even know who to, how to tell 911 to find her. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's, uh. that's real. That, that shit happens. <laughs> um, and, yep. and I've had other situations where, you know, um, a patient that was admitted <laughs> that was a drug addict and nurse goes in for a call of a pain crisis and it was the same <laughs> nurse that started that person on service so they knew how many meds were there walked in the door and to assess the the patient and it was a room full of guys and two guys that were beside the door that she didn't see she walked in and they they trapped her in that room and the only way out of that room was across the bed from the patient where the window was and one of the guys was like, oh, the girl with the meds is here. We don't carry drugs with us. But they wanted those drugs. And now she's trapped in that room with literally eight guys. And there's no exit. And so it's those circumstances that you have to think about. And she was able to get out of that. But that's a scary situation. When Yes, it can be. When the, you know, you're telling somebody that their loved one passed away and one of the younger members of the family is saying, if you say that they're dead one more time, I'm going to shoot you in the face. And you just saw other family members cleaning guns, you know, and you know mm-hmm. that, that that younger child isn't kidding. He's going to go in there and get a gun. and shoot, He's seriously going to go in there and, yeah. You, you're you're going to die today if you continue to tell him that, you know. Right. You know, like, oh, okay. And so it's circumstances like that. And COVID has gotten people to the point where, you know, I was watching a TikTok video of a a creator and I can't think of his name. um, And he was talking about telling, you know, why don't you tell people that you're COVID positive? Like, we can't even tell them that they're COVID positive. Like, (laughs) they're like, it's not real. You guys have made this shit up. Hunty, you are. It's a conspiracy theory. You're you're desatted into the 70s without oxygen on, and you're going to get up and walk out because I just told you that you're COVID positive. See you later. Right. When you're, you know, dying for air, you don't have it, and I don't know why your O2 is in the 70s and you got hourglass opacities on a damn x-ray. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no. Right, exactly. We're the crazy ones. People are yelling at us and screaming at us and, you know, threatening to, to kill us or... Jordan, she can't see me if you do that nut job. <laughs> um, he just turned all the lights off. Anyway, I know I on, saw him. Go on, child. Um, they didn't though. This is not a visual medium. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it's just that kind of thing that's it's being perpetrated quite a bit, and people at the end of their rope now. Uh oh, there we are. People at the end of their rope now because of 
our, our staff, healthcare staff, we're at the end of our rope. We don't have any mental health resources. So now we're turning on each other in droves. So not only do we have the patients who are screaming at it, the typical workplace violence that we've dealt with uh-huh. all of the time. All the time. The aggression and the anger of, and I used to say this, like they can't get mad at their loved one that's dying. They're pissed that their loved one is dying. So they're going to yell at us and we can take that for them. You know what I'm saying? Like that happened. Right. That was a routine thing that we were the assholes, that I was the asshole, that I was the bitch, that I was the problem. And I'm like, look, I can take it. It's (laughs) they're mad. Look, they're mad that that person is dying. They're not mad at me. That has nothing to do with me. So if they want to blame me for this and they want to yell at me, I'll take one for the team of humanity. I'll take it. You know, it's. It's the it's the lady that with the right hook that got raped and you're showering her or the lady that went to Auschwitz and you're taking her into a bathroom like seriously that's that's a forgivable thing. Yes. But it, it is. wears on you time after time after time after time after time. Yes there, it does. Yes it does. And there's a line that gets crossed when it's you know those two instances aside where it is a forgivable right hook where it's literally a right hook or a they're walking in behind you and now this is this is serious you're in a you're you're in a really fucked up situation. bad situation and if you don't know how to talk your way out of this really bad situation really fucking fast it's gonna go really you're gonna be in trouble it's south real south yes and that happens to people in our business a lot like more than what is talked about yeah um i mean we had cases on the news i can remember a social worker found in the trunk of her car i remember um a rape victim at the integris uh employee parking lot i remember those cases and it happens and it's that's a control thing a violence thing and it's just right and it was a former patient in the halls in the stairwell that ha- stair that happened you know what i mean like those these things happen to us and i don't yes. think that the general public really understands it or no. is aware of it that our our position is as carers as healthcare workers as people who are caregivers there's an immediate um intimacy and an immediate bond and immediate um connection they called us yes and they called us frontline workers for a reason it's because we are we're in the front line of it all whatever it may be in healthcare in the medical field we nursing personnel we are right here in in the front lines. Yeah. And, and, and to hear it, see it, take it all. Yeah. And it's the language of like, I think Z dog said that they use the language of war Yes, to describe the things that happen to us. And on a daily basis over a period of time that can, if you don't have a way and generally, generally I'm so sorry, public at large, our way is um, gallows humor, Humor. gallows humor. If you sit around and you listen to hospice workers and then and or healthcare workers at a lunch table, we are brutal. We are terrified. We are, we are we will, animals. We will end up 
having you you will leave because of us either it's, that or you may look be sick listen listen it's you're gonna the the thing that is a common thread is it's not funny you will not find it funny at all and we will find that you don't find it funny hilarious like hysterically funny <laughs> because yeah we're mm-hmm. to the point where it's almost like a crazy person laughing like a lunatic, that's us. Like we're like, that's us. we have mm-hmm. nothing else to do because it's, right. we're shattered in places that should be whole for the normal public at large. And that's where we go with the answer. <laughs> um, well, and also I think because of some of the things that we see here have to do, go through, walk through with our patients or residents in a day's time. We have to go to the humor side of it, or you would literally not be able to do your job because you would be hunkered, slumped down in the corner. Rocking and crying. Rocking and crying, trying to understand what you've just gone through and endured to do your job. And that's on a regular day. That's a regular. Yes. That's not oh, a COVID most definitely. pandemic no. for two plus years. No. You know, that's no. not. It's just been worse because we have the additive of we're exhausted. We're tired. We are, we are overly it's past exhausted. The point. It's like. I am morally traumatized. Forever. Emotionally. Like, yeah. Emotionally. Yeah traumatized i do yes i have been through a war moral injury for sure yes and and the things that we've compromised in ourselves and in the healthcare industry um just leaves us with a fuck it like there's nothing else i can say to you kind of a thing and it's you know you've got this um that whole thing of like the whole general day-to-day stuff that we came into the field to to that we were capable and equipped and called to do what we can do what we we as healthcare workers can do and other people can't there's a reason you know that we're here just like if you stuck me in front of a calculator and said do someone's taxes they're getting audited and they're going in because I can't do it and they know like that's just not I'm not equipped for that um, well, you're going to come visit me at the hospital because I'm going to have a nervous breakdown I if I have to do someone's taxes. taxes. It's like... I can't do it. I can't. Like, there's a reason... Are you certain, kidding? There's a, certain, there's a certain person that can. My father can do the taxes. And I used to joke with him, like, again, the gallows humor. I'm like, well, we covered the bases, didn't we? Death and taxes. And he's like, oh, my I'm like, what? Yes. What? <laughs> what? That's a funny fucking joke and it lands every that time. Is. <laughs> every time. Yes. That's like, a home run. T- Come on, man. That's an easy joke. You set it up. You did the taxes. I go into death. It's there. It's just like it's there. Set up. It's teed yeah. up. I gotta knock it. I gotta knock yep. it out. Um That's right. And so uh, there are certain people that are equipped for that and, and there are certain people that are quick equipped to go into the healthcare field and you know we went into it to care for people. We went in it for that human connection, for the high tech, high tech. We love it. Like when I went back for my bachelor's degree, the worst thing that happened was that they gave me complete and full access to all studies. The, 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 the 
the library of all this. I could just Google any, I could just put it into that database and just look up any study I wanted to. And it was like, oh, wow. Like I didn't watch TV for a long time because all I could, all I did was read studies. Like, look at this mm-hmm. one and look at that. Look at that. Look what that. You could look up anything. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Turns me on, man. You know, like that's what we got into this for is that nerdy, techie, brainy part of like how the human body works. Science. And science of it. And like, let's do that thing, you know. Um, and then the human element. There's a certain number of us that in clinicals are able to handle that human element. And then there's a certain number of us that are not. <laughs> and they kind of get weeded out, you know, during yeah. those rotations. <laughs> and um, it didn't mean that they weren't caring people and probably would have made great healthcare professionals, but they just have the they didn't have okay, the, well, you obviously didn't have the classmates I did then. I mean, I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. Like, they were good people. They were nice people. They went into it with good intentions, but they didn't have the thing that would muster them long term. Does that make sense, I guess? Oh, that makes perfect sense. But, uh, okay, I still think you're missing some of them. I'm sure. No, those people we're not even talking about. I'm talking about the ones that were unfortunate. Oh, the ones that you saw oh. that you were like, damn. I would have liked for them to have made it. You know what I mean? Like there were a few that were like that, maybe two in the whole class, but it happened. They were gone. And I think it's because I'm thinking of a more singular number. Well, that's fine. Like one or two per class. It's a low number is my point, but it's still there. You're right. And you kind of, and you kind of went, Oh, I would have, I would have liked to have worked with them sometime. They would have, they were decent people. Like they were, they did this for the right reasons. And I wanted, I wanted to work with them at some point. Yeah, I wanted to work with her if she worked at um, Woody's in <laughs> Kansas City, oh, or actually it wasn't Woody's, because uh, they closed down after a minute. Uh, it was Funky Town. Funky I would have loved to work with her at Funky Town. Anyway, that that's my whole point is like the, the whole yes. thing of like, you know, long term and you had those people that left, but I don't think they would have, they would have, they were too something. They weren't. It wasn't for them. No, it wasn't. They didn't have the edge that they no. would even last. And now I look at people and I mean, the one content creator that I was talking about and he was like, there was somebody that asked, what do you have? What advice do you have for a second year nursing school <laughs> student? And he was like, run, run now. What are you That's doing? That's just what I was going to say. Run, <gasps> run. Forrest, run. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know like, if you think the stories run. that I'm telling are overblown or if you think I'm exaggerating or if you think that whatever, you know, that, that, that I'm lying or you haven't looked at my content or you're crazy. In which case, good luck to you. Welcome to the, welcome to the circus because you probably will fit welcome in just to the right. Jungle. Yeah. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. And I just, I don't and, know. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. I don't know what Run. to say to people about it, but like the workplace. Um, here's what I say. I say, think long and hard about it because it is not the glorified profession that a lot think it is. No. It it's isn't Grey's not, Anatomy. It's not Grey's it's Anatomy. It's not all it's cracked up to be a lot of the time. No. A lot of the time. But God, man, when it is, it's so worth it. Yes. 
The problem, yes, it is. The problem um, is, the problem is, those moments are so few and far between anymore because they haven't allowed us the time and the resources, the resources. to be able to do that part of it anymore. It's the like way keep, it's supposed to be done. It's like they keep yes, taking they keep... those things away that enable us to do that part of it. And they're they're too I think they're focusing more on the political business end of it and not the taking care of people providing good quality care. And what's so funny is if they would just realize that if they would allow us to provide good quality care, the bean counting numbers would go up. They would make they more wouldn't money. have to count the numbers because there'd be more beans. There would be more beans because we would make them more money willingly and happily. We would make them more money because more it, people would hear. It's kind of like that one doctor in Oklahoma City that everybody that's having a baby, they say, who should you go to? And every nurse on planet says, go to this guy. And every person that's gone to that guy tells everybody, go to that guy. You know, go why? to that guy. Here's why. Here's why. And everybody loves that guy and everybody knows who that guy is because we've all talked, we've all told, everybody knows he provides. Word of mouth provides can the make care. you or break you. That's right. He provides quality care to his patients. He cares about his patients so much that other doctors may say he does too much. Well, you know what? You can take your too little and shove it up your ass. We want the guy that does too much. Actually, is it that he's doing too much or he's doing what is needed? He's doing the right thing, and it's for making, his patients, making him hand over. It's fist. making a difference. Yep, yep, it's making a difference. Yep, and I know. It's I like, mean, what do you want me to say to you? What do you want me to say to you? You will make more money if you just let okay. us lose. Okay, it's like, yeah, or it's like the new nurse or the new CNA or the new whoever, and they say, "Oh my gosh, this." I haven't had my first break yet. This is ridiculous. Well, what do you think this was going to be like? I mean, you're taking care of people. They don't get a break from being you people. Know? And honestly, you're entitled to your 30-minute lunch. Your breaks are if you have time. Technically and legally, they are entitled to two 15-minute breaks and a 30-minute lunch. Depending on how many hours you're working. For an eight-hour Depending day. on how many hours you work that day. But guess what? Not everywhere works eight-hour days. True. Some, some are being paid for seven, seven-and-a-half-hour days. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Or if you're clocking in late and clocking out early. There that, went your breaks. Those were your breaks. That that adds up or doesn't, whichever way you choose to see that. I know the world the world is a crazy place. It is. It is. But I did want to touch and on that. It's full of crazy I'm, people. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on that part of our um industry, so to speak, <clears> because <throat> I don't know that people realize, you know the workplace violence that we deal with. It's not always just the patient that's wanting to uh, 
uh, uh, uh, extend the violence. No, you know, act acting out. No, it's definitely not just that. And it's it's it. There, again, death by a thousand paper cuts. You know, it is the. There's always Be careful. No, those things hurt. They do like a bunch. Um, <laughs> and then we can't help because we're nurses. We can't help once you get one to like squeeze your finger to see it bleed. Like oh yeah. Anyway, or forget about it and then use hand sanitizer. That's the best, yeah. That'll wake you up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it is because there are micro, not to use, you know, anyway, there are micro, there's workplace violence and then there's like almost micro violences that happened where people are aggressive. Oh, yeah. They're aggressive. Patients are aggressive towards us. Our coworkers are definitely aggressive towards us in little like, tiny doses all the time yelling at us for lab results or not being able to read the lab results or not having gotten a call back from a doctor that we've called 17 times and that I can't do anything because I'm waiting on that or certain things that they don't understand on why it, but we want to continue to have this service yes but there are requirements by law that dictate whether you're eligible for this, not just entitled to it because you're breathing air today. Um, right. And and those things have to be hashed out. And we still have to, ha- I can't say, look, honey, you're not entitled to this. You know, I can't, I can't just say it like that. Right. I have to be able to say, I understand. Your I f- insurance sucks and they don't want to pay for this. <laughs> Maybe not use Humana ever. Like it's a known thing in the business. When open enrollment when open enrollment opens, you should choose another supplementary insurance group to go through. Yeah, maybe try that. Um, and I've had those conversations where it's like, look, Medicare dictates who there are conditions everything of, you know, palmetto and medicare and there's conditions of participation and it's a whole big thing but let me break it down you're required to have this this and this he meets he or she you or him meets this and this this part you don't i have to have these seven things in order to make that one thing click and we don't have that anymore so they're not going to let us do that and we're not going to provide services for free because that's just not the company i work for and an insurance, Medicare, whatever, whoever your uh, payer source is, they literally will approve or deny by whatever their policy and their guidelines are. And you may not get, let's say, I'm just going to throw this out there as an example, you may not get home health three times a week because your drainage or the size of your wound or the color of it or whatever may not meet their specifications and it's and it may but what if your nurse didn't document the drainage and the size it doesn't matter if it did meet it if the documentation is not there the way the insurance or medicare whoever wants it and says they want it well you're not going to get it 
or this is the maximum or the minimum amount of coverage by law. They, by law, Medicare says that you can have home health and pulmonary rehab or cardiac rehab. You can do that, but you can't have outpatient rehab and home health because that's duplication of services. But cardiac rehab is a totally different thing. So you could do that. But then, but then your supplemental says, no, no, that also is duplication of services and we won't cover both. And there you okay, have here's, it. Here's something else that just because you've spent a little, some time in the hospital and you meet your requirement for skilled nursing rehab, if you leave that rehab Every day for X number of hours, you could do, don't be surprised if your provider says, guess what? You can do outpatient rehab and you can go home. No, you're not going to, we're not going to pay for you to stay in a SNF in a skilled nursing facility and get skilled intense rehab because you can come and go now that doesn't quite freely it doesn't even matter if your loved one is driving you to doctor's appointments or driving you here or there but if they if, yeah i mean no i mean if you can freely get in your car and drive away you don't need to be there you don't need to be there yeah so if you're going to a skilled place, just use your time to do your rehab therapy so you can get stronger to go home sooner. Because if you're out running around doing some kind of errands and this and getting food to eat and bringing it back and blah, blah, whatever you're doing, yeah, you, don't you need to be. could be denied a stay. Yeah. He he could. <laughs> Not two days in a row. Not two days in a row. Yeah. No. Okay, so we're going to shift since we started shifting and we're just going to shift all okay. the way. What are you listening to? Uh, a Z Dog. Yeah, you're back. MD. Back to the And K Love. Ah, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Love me. Yep, some and Z-Dog. I'm balancing out with K Love. Um, I'm also. Uh, watching uh, training videos. I'm trying to get back into that because if I decide that the medical field, I am totally disgusted with still no point of return. Yeah. uh, I need to have a backup career. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, I have been, not that you asked, but I know you're going to, so I'm going to go there. Um, I've been listening to, I finished um, Apple's Never Fall. Pretty good. It was pretty good. Oh, at the end. yeah. It was mm-hmm. a, it's a long mm-hmm. one. She likes to be long winded about it. Um, and it was good. It was a good book. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, recommend it. But um, okay. I watched Let the World See, documentary on Hulu, um, Mamie Till, Emmett Till's mom. Um, 
again, not a great fun, like, yeah, mm. that sounds like so much fun. It was a great documentary. It was really well done. I think Will Smith was the executive director, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, or one of the executive directors. Um, so it was pretty good. Um, worth the watch, educational, recommend it. Um, mm. And then um, I started... Rachel Hawkins, I think, is the author for um, The Wife Upstairs. And it's pretty good so far. I'm invested. I'm invested in finding out. That sounds like the new home I'm looking for. <laughs> you want The you Wife know. Upstairs? <laughs> I want to be the wife upstairs. No, I, I want don't a master think you do. Suite I mean, for yes. Lonnie downstairs. <laughs> yes, actually, yes, I do. And then I not want in a the master way this suite. Book, not in the way this book says. I mean, not, for me, right? I understand what you're saying, but uh, I not like this book. There's a reason me. for different levels, <laughs> and <laughs> I got it. Okay, fine. <laughs> Love you, babe. But I'm going upstairs. <laughs> yeah yeah so anyway does it make you i have literally i have literally said this does it make you feel cheap if i just want to get up and go to my own bed now because <laughs> i'm done is it wrong that i waited for an answer <laughs> so i'm gonna get up and go get dressed and go to my bed now <laughs> It'll be so glad I shared that. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. And there are probably like children of yours going, oh. my mental eyes, my mental eyes. <laughs> oh, gracious. All right, well. Like, why Why is this the best marriage you've ever had? <laughs> he lets me have my own room. <laughs> Don't get me started because I literally looked at one of my friends and said, because she's with she's with a friend of we're all friends and her beau was around mm -hmm. and somebody made a comment about her getting engaged or married and she's like do I really want to like it's working out just great where he has his house and I have mine and I was like is it terrible that my ideal relationship is tiny houses on the same property <laughs> like, now you can go home literally to your house over there <laughs> and like I'd like to have another like Put mine in the middle. Jordan can be on this end with his own kitchen and his own place, but close enough that I can still see that he's okay. And then like, and he's okay. You know, and then yeah. like the other mm -hmm. person on their, in their own, like go to your house. <laughs> you have your own house. Go over there. <laughs> Different levels. You want to be the wife upstairs. I want to be the wife in the other tiny house. Like I only want to be in the same house. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't want to ask me again why I'm single. Ask me again why I'm single because my ideal relationship would live in okay, a different well, house. <laughs> well, you know, Lonnie and I were in different states when we got reconnected, but that wasn't agreeable to both parties any longer. So, <laughs> so you got someone moved. <laughs> had to compromise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, oh, great, I'm a frontline worker. I can be a nurse anywhere, anywhere. anywhere. in the world, anywhere in the world. 
Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else? Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe meatloaf is dead. Dead. Um, let me just say Now, that- we're all going to die one day, but I am very saddened by his death. And you know that he was like a big old COVID and, den- denier and like all of these things. And I can't help myself. I, he would do anything for love. You know he what? Wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't. He wouldn't do that. You're right. <laughs> and you're trying to make a funny and I <laughs> am bound to determined. <laughs> I- oh, no, there the phone went. take a minute to thank you for listening sharing and engaging with us subscribing and following our social media pages your feedback is invaluable to us it helps us to know the stories and chapters to seek out it helps to make us better and we can't tell you how much that means to us you can find links to all of our social media pages and everywhere we can be streamed on our flow page that's www.flow.page slash not in the textbooks podcast If you have a second, please go to Apple Podcasts to rate and review us. Five star, please. It really does help out the show. Remember, we're in the middle of figuring out the crazy stories of our lives. So create a little kindness. Show some love and compassion. And if you can't because your chapter is just too hard right now, we're here for you and we're rooting for you. So just Just keep keep going. going. We hope to see you back here in the stacks digging up some stories and chapters for next week.